All right, so uh, we are in the middle of letter 8 in the Rabbi Elias edition. We're on page 115. And again, we always have to start from the beginning and give a little recap of uh, our story so far. But Rabbi Hirsch is, is up to the part explaining the introduction of Klai Yisrael into the equation. Hashem created the world so that people should, should uh, be part of the world, to partake in the world. To, uh, to listen to Hashem, do the Ratzon Hashem, Mishpat, Ava, right? And uh, unfortunately, Adam Arishon, things didn't work out, things began to deteriorate, there are Mabel, there are Flaga, Hashem spreads the world out, creates this concept of multiple different countries, multiple different lands, nations, right? And each one is developing on its own soil under its different circumstances, and each one develops different ideas. Uh, and the purpose, of course, is, is that we can never ever come to a point where you'll have another mabel because you're never going to have an entire world being corrupted at once because everyone's, every country is different. Then if one country is uh, on its way down, well, another country is on its way up, right? And people learn, we learn when a country becomes rotten to the point where it's gone, Hashem destroys it, and then, uh, you know, out of the ashes, other nations learn from their mistakes, right? But Hashem also needed to introduce another very important element, and that was Yisrael. Hashem had to create a nation literally create a nation. It was a nation that was in another nation. They were there. They were in Mitzrayim. So, right? They were, uh, they were sitting there in Mitzrayim, in another land, completely subservient. They were a castes, you know, the lowest level of human beings. Right? And from that nation, Hashem literally lifted them out, a goy miker of goy, and He created a Klai Right? We came, Hashem created every other, Hashem created everyone in the world. Right? Gracious Barley Kim, everything is created from Hashem, created by Hashem. Klai Yisrael, not only were we as individuals created by Hashem, but we were as a nation created by Hashem. Right? The nation of Klai Yisrael, we exist from the Rabbi Yisrael. Hashem took us and made us, without Hashem we would not exist. We would not exist as a nation. I think I mentioned last week, right? That, that at the moment of, of, of leaving, we still didn't even want to leave, right? The fact that we left as a nation had nothing to do with us, right? Even at the last one, the Egyptians, were, they had to push us out. The Egyptians literally pushed us out of Mitzrayim because we didn't want to leave. We didn't have food to eat, right? right? They pushed them out. Everything about us, our entire national existence is all because the Rabbi Hashem created us, right? And that's what we are. We're a nation created by Hashem. And we're on page 115 here, the second paragraph. He reveals himself as the sole creator, the Lord of nature, even though human hands had sought to subjugate it. Right? Hashem takes a nation, which other, another nation tried to subjugate, and Hashem says, no, these are my nation, and I'm, and, uh, and I'm going to free them. Right? He reveals himself as the Lord over the life of nations, as the vindicator of the oppressed, as judge of the arrogant. Right? Hashem punishes Mitzrayim. That's a very important part of the, of the equation here. Hashem is teaching us that not only does He take us out of Mitzrayim, but He punishes, us, punishes those that does evil. Egypt's glory collapses before the majesty of a people that has nothing but Hashem alone. We had nothing. We were the most pathetic, weak nation that existed in, inside the most powerful nation that ever existed. And yet, the only thing we had one thing, and that is the Rabbi and that was all that was all we needed. Hashem speaks, and the walls of the Egyptian prison tumble down, and the people still in its fetters is free to march out. It's interesting, you know, this idea of Hirsch expands about this a lot on, on Tefillin, right? So the Mitzvah's Tefillin. Right, so there are uh, four parshias in tefillin. Right, so so we have Kaddish Vayikiv and then Shema and Vahayim Shemaya. And the first says that 
you know, you the Pasha of Kailash Likal Bechar, that's the introduction, right? It talks all about Li Mitzrayim, Bechayz Gari Yasser Hashem, Mitzrayim, right? And, uh, and uh, therefore you should keep uh, Pesach, right? So it's the idea that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, that's the first Pasha of Tefillin. The second Pasha is, refers, speaks a lot about the Mitzvah of Bechar. Why does it say Bechar? Empire didn't want to send us out. Hashem Hashem killed all the firstborns, right? This shows Hashem not as the Redeemer, but as the, the, the Dayan, the Dayan Emes, Hashem who punishes the Mitzrayim, right? You have Hashem took us out, freed us, that's the first parsha, And then the second parsha, Hashem punished the Mitzrayim. You have Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeno Hashem Echad, right? Which is we have to serve Hashem, love Hashem with everything that we have, right? That's Hashem, as, as Hashem who redeemed us, Hashem who freed us, we owe that to Him. And then, if you listen to the mitzvah, it's good. If not, well, then all the bad things are going to happen. That's the effect of, that's like the, that's the set, you know? Um, as, as a side, just the Shemak of Art, I love to say it over. It's, uh, it's uh, in Tefillin Shel Yad, the parashis are in four separate um, pieces of parchment, and they're put into four separate compartments, all right, in the Shel Reish. And uh, the Shel Yad is written on one long parchment, and it's put into, obviously, one uh, compartment. When I first says the idea is it's a, just a, it's a beautiful idea and it's, so, it's such an important idea. I think I think uh, you know you'll appreciate it. It's it's you have these right, the four different parshas are four different ideas, right? These are two ideas and there's you know there's the practical, there's the, different ideas that you're supposed to contemplate and think about, right? So in the human mind, we, we need to compartmentalize things, right? When you can't you think about things, you're thinking about them as separate ideas. There's the idea of this. There's the idea of this. Right, there's the idea of Hashem as the Goyal, the Dayan. You have to listen to him, to love him, and serve him. Right, different ideas. And intellectually, right, you're always learning Torah, and you're learning, you know, intellectual Torah, Machshavah Dikatayra, and you know, and this is the Bechin of this, and this is that, right. But when it comes to our behavior, our actions, the Tzvil Shayad, which is our serving Hashem, it's all one, right? It's, I know it's, we have to, we have, you know, in our mind, we have all these different ideas, but they all come together as one human being who's behaving as a, as a single entity. And it's, it's a hard thing sometimes. You learn something and you're like, you know, a certain idea, and you're like, okay, how's that going to express itself in my life, right? It's like very, okay, now I'm doing this. But in a human being, you have the, you know, the other mashallah, you know, Rev, Rev, I one time was a complaining to Rav Aaron when I first met Rav Aaron Lapiansky. So, you know, I, was, I, was, I never I wasn't exposed to machshava, right? Most people, a lot of people, I don't know most, right? They, 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 they gravitate to Rav Aaron because they're into machshava, maral, right? And then maybe to some of the other stuff. Like, I came to him from the other stuff. You know, I was like, you know, he has other series on science and, you know, that kind of thing. And then, you know, because, uh, because I was close to him, I started, you know, looking into the, the, the machshava a little bit. So I asked him, I said, yeah, look, you know, you listen to a shir, all these different ideas and like you know this and this and that you're just like what am I supposed to make of it you know and so he, he gave this great analogy he's the king of analogies he says you ever made um, instant chocolate pudding right? You, ever, right you ever made it you put, you put the packet in the hot water and then you start stirring it and it's like a liquid just liquid and you're stirring and you're stirring it's on the fire and you're stirring and after just a few minutes, all of a sudden, as if like, I don't know, it just starts congealing into like one thing, right? Now you have the pudding. It's like, it almost happens like in an instant, right? That's like, you, know, you have these ideas, and they're in your head, and you mull them around, and you learn them, and you think about them. But, you know, eventually they, they emerge into like a single entity. And it's, you know, it's not like, it's hard. You can't just like write it down as like a, you know, A, B, C, D, like an encyclopedia. Because the person, it's all, all right, I thought that was a nice idea. Anyways, I digress. From the hands of Hashem, it obtained its freedom and nationhood and the goal of its liberation the revelation of how he wants men to live the Torah, right? Which is, of course, going to be the point, right? We leave Mitzrayim. The point was, we got our freedom, we became a nation, and what was the goal, right? What was the goal, right? You always, uh, I always ask people, it says, uh, you know, the four L'shaynas HaGeula, right? So it says, V'lakachti. Now, where did Hashem take them? It says, where did Hashem take them? So everyone's like, Eretz Yisrael, Sinai, right? 
It's Velakhti Yashem Lila Am. Hashem took us as a nation. That was that was the point. Right? And Rafersh in Rafersh's understanding of Pesach is really three Lashana Sagula. Right? The Lakahti is the goal of the Geula, right? It's included in Lashana Sagula, but it's a different idea. It's it's where what was the goal of everything, right? Right? And what which is what? This is the Torah, right? This is what Hashem, Hashem gave those the law, and we discussed, you know, other Marishan in Gan Eden. How many misses did he have? How many, you know, what exactly the others knew? That's all you know, the Torah. But the idea that this is what the Ratzon Hashem always was, right, is obvious. Right? Right? What's uh, what's Hashishi? The Chazal say what's Hashishi? This is the Yemshin in the Batayra, right? You know, it's because this is the dust. What does it mean? How, how do you see from there? I seen it. Taisus asks, "What do you mean? Torah was given on the seventh day, according to Abiyasi, right?" I think Taisus says that. Hashishi means thus six days because this is the day that this was the purpose of everything, right? Hashem created the world. This is the sixth day, the sixth day that, that was all about. Everything was about man that he's going to get to Torah. This is what it was. And Hashem gives that to this one nation that he created. And from Yisrael's schooling in Egypt and his training in the wilderness, right? So everything about Mitzrayim to 40 years in the Midbar, one basic trait was to form, was to be forged. Emuna, rock-like trust in the one above whom it had come to know no matter along which path this providence would lead it. Right? We became the nation of Hashem. We trust in Hashem, and we trust in His plan, we trust in His Torah, we trust in His greatness, we trust in His Nevi'im, we trust that, that that's what we are. We are a nation who are loyal to Hashem. That is it. Israel was given the Torah in the wilderness, and there, without a country and land of its own, it became a nation, a body whose soul was Torah, right? We're the only nation, we, we don't have a country. We didn't start with a country, we didn't start politically. We were a nation in the Midbar. Right? What made us a nation was not we had a country, was not a king, was not a ruler, was not a military, not an economy. We were in the Midbar with nothing. What made us a nation was the Rabbani Shalom and his Torah. That is what makes us, that is what defines us as a nation. Right? Thereby, it came to be a Mamleches Kehanim, a kingdom of priests, a nation serving as the guardians of Hashem's word in the midst of humanity. What is a Kayin, right? A Kayin, so the Yishmurudas, the Kehanim were charged with preserving the, the, the spirituality among the people, right? They were the leaders, they were the Gedayim, they were the Adida Avaida, they were the teachers, the Paiskim, right? That was the Kehanim. Most of the Paiskim were, uh, were from the Kahuna, right? Even though, so someone did a certain study about the. A lot of the great Paiskim, you know, Kaisal, were, were Kehanim always, right? Uh, I have to go through them, but uh, what? The Shach, the Shach, yeah, the Shach was a kind, obviously. But even like the more recent ones, I go through the list. Uh, what? Uh, I forgot, someone, someone did like a good, uh, what? Sobelski. Sobelski. What? Yeah, there's a, a tremendous amount that were Kehanim. Interesting. I mean, you know, this guy claimed they, uh, what? <laughs> um, right? So, Mamlech is Kehanim. So, just like the Kehanim are the ones who preserved the Ruchnius amongst the world, Right? So, uh, so uh, we became the Kehanim of the world. We're priests amongst us people. Right? We became the Kehanim of the world. We're the ones who are responsible for preserving that Ruchnius amongst the world. That's what Kai Israel is. We are the nation of Kehanim. Right? In our Aaron, we spoke, you know, in our last series, about Torah for Life, where we discussed the role of the, you know, the, the, the Yeshiva, like people learning, they're the Shevet Levi amongst Klai Yisrael, right? That's the, preserving this idea. But that's what we are. Klai Yisrael, right? What the Kehanim are to Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael is to the world, Right? But at the same time, Mamalachas Kehanim, right, we're also a Goy Kaddish, right, a holy nation standing apart in holiness, never entering into the activities and aspirations of the other nations, right? So we can't be mush, we can't be together with them. We have to be separate, but demonstrating human sanctity by its own way of life, right? We have our own way of life. We're not mixing with the other nations because that's going to pervert our mission. That's going to, we're going to end up getting influenced by other nations, which is going to end up perverting our mission. 
Again, the next letter is going to talk about Golas and the fact that we're very much mixed into other nations and okay, all sorts of halachas to, to keep us separate, right? But the idea is that we're not, we're not doing the things that they do. That's not our focus. That's not our goal. We may have to do it sometimes. And again, the whole point of this 19 letters is to show how Klaisel, you know, we could be, you know, but, you know, that, that, that our, you know he, he wants to know uh, Judaism is terrible because it can't accomplish what all the other nations accomplish. Yeah, because that's not the point. That's not why we're here. That's not why Hashem made the Jewish people. It was the exact opposite. We were to be the nation of Hashem. Now again, there are a lot, a lot of things that we can do that, 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 you know, that are consistent with what the outside world does that are consistent with, the, with being a nation of Hashem. And we'll get to that. Right? But the idea is that what is the purpose? Why were we created? We weren't created to be rich and powerful. We were created to serve the Hashem, to be that Mamlachas Kehanim. And as such, we have to be a part. Right? Kaira, the fulfillment of the divine will, constitutes the foundation it's the foundation of us, basis and goal of this people. This is the foundation, this is why we're here, this is why we exist, and this is what we're continuing to work towards, right? The, our one goal is to be the nation of, of Hashem. It's nation of therefore is not tied to transitory things, right? It's not tied to a land, which is just transitory, right? It comes and goes, nations come and go, civilizations you know, come and go, right? It's not dependent on anything of a passing nature, it doesn't depend on wealth, it doesn't depend on success, those are all transitory, Right? It is as eternal and everlasting as the spirit and soul and the world, word of the eternal. Right? We are an eternal nation. We're a nation of the Torah. We're a nation of the Rabbi Yisraelim. And just like the Rabbi Yisraelim is, is, is above time and space, Klai Yisrael, that's what Kaddish means. We are above time and space. Right? We're here forever. We're going to last forever. Right? It's interesting that this idea of Kedusha, just, this is also a little side point. I'm sorry for... Uh, my Maimar HaMuzgas today but uh, right Klai Yisrael is called a Kaddish just like just like Shabbos is called Kaddish right it it's, means that it's unwavering it's perfect it's not something which is ever going to change Klai Yisrael will exist as a nation always right we're not subject to uh, you know to the, to the whims of time right America is not Kaddish America uh, could, could disappear tomorrow America could be Shvach America does ups and downs Klai Yisrael as a nation our goal never changes we exist just like Shabbos the power of Shabbos as the day of, of, of Menucha is, is, is Shabbos there's a separate mitzvah of Kaddish to you to become Kaddish which is different was, we're designated as a noun Kaddish but then there's a positive mitzvah to become Kaddish Right? That means that we should become perfect in a sense. Right? What does that mean? It means in Rav Hirsch's world, Kedusha is a mitzvah. It's a midah. Right? When a person, let's say, you know, is dealing with temptation and he's struggling, right? Right? That's, there's a struggle there, right? The goal is to reach a point where you don't struggle as much. Right? That's why we you know, associate Kedusha with being you know, rachak from Arayas. Right? It's because when a person behaves like the Ramban says, right? a person says, oh, since it's mutter to eat kosher food, let me eat like a pig. It's mutter to be with my wife. I'll be, you know, with my wife, Katana Gailim, right? famous words. In other words, by engaging in very physical behavior all the time, you now become, it's much harder now to overcome the temptations in the future. Right? That's, a, that's felt in Kedusha. Kedusha means that you're, that you're in a position where doing the right thing is not as hard. Right? And that's why the opposite of Kadesh is a Kadesha, which is a Zaina. Right? A Zaina is the exact opposite. Right? For a woman to, to do such behavior, it means that there's no temptation the other way. Right? That there's nothing that's pushing her to do well. Right? So Kedusha is this like an unwaveringness. Right? Kairach's mistake was, he said, Kala Elokulam Kadeshim. That's not true. We are an Am Kadesh as, as a general sense. But as individuals, we're not Kadeshim yet. We have a mitzvah to strive for Kedusha. But that we're all Kadesh and we're all perfect and there's no need for a Maish Rabbeinu because we're all great. And that's not true. It's very much not true. Right? It's, a, again, it's a little interesting point. Now, nonetheless, this people was to enter history as a nation in the midst of the other nations. So yes, we have to stay separate. Right? But 
we, Hashem gave us the properties of other nations. What do other nations have? Other nations have countries with militaries, with kings, with economies. Right? Hashem gave us those to show them that Hashem is the master and provider of all blessings. That even those blessings so highly prized by men, even you want to have your own country, you want to have wealth, you want to, yes, you can have those. So long, right, as means for one's ends, if a person only dedicates them to the fulfillment of Hashem's will. Look, we'll make Klai Yisrael, we'll give them a country. Why? If you serve Hashem, you'll get the best country, right? And that dedication is sufficient to provide a basis for, for his life. All you need is to dedicate Hashem, and you'll have your country, you'll have your wealth, you'll have your job, you'll have everything. Right? Rav Hirsch says that, you know, by the, by the Shvatim, right? Um, he says, by, you know, by the Berthus Yaakov, he writes this, and he says it many places, right? He says, if Kaisel were all, were all one shavit, we were all farmers, we were all sitting and learning all day, right? Then what would we show the world? We would show the world that if you learn all day, Hashem will give you bracha. We'll show the world that if you're in a farm or you're in, uh, you're in uh, Amazon or you're in healthcare, you can succeed, right? Hashem had to create a diverse nation, right? Twelve shvatim, diversity, to show that in every aspect of life, right? Serving Hashem is what will bring you bracha. And so Klai Yisrael was given a country. Look, uh, the, the entire world is, we're divided into countries, right? Mamlachis. We are Mamlach, right? We're going to show that, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, our country is going to be based on the Rebbe and that's how we'll succeed. And if, it, and if it's not, then the country will collapse. Right, therefore, a land, prosperity, and the institution of state were put at a, a Klai Yisrael's disposal, not as goals in and of themselves, that wasn't the purpose, right? but as means for the fulfillment of the Torah. Right? We're going to fulfill the Torah through having a nation. Right? Accordingly, they were granted to Yisrael on one and only one condition, that it would indeed fulfill the Torah. That's why you were given to Yisrael, that's why we were given a king. Right? Again, it's interesting that, you know, um, uh, David HaMelech you know, couldn't, uh, couldn't build the base of Mikdash, right? because he would fought all the wars, right? It's not just that it's violence, it's just that the foundation of Klai Yisrael, the base of Mikdash, serving Hashem, is not, is not a military one, right? Even a king, right? The, the Torah talks about a king, right? The Torah says, you'll have a king. So when Klai Yisrael complains to Shmuel that they want a king, well, what, what, was, what was the problem? The answer was that they wanted a king for the wrong reason. They wanted a king like the other nations, a king, a military leader, right? They hadn't yet finished conquering the land. They wanted a king to help them fight the Pelishtim. That's not what a Jewish king is. The Jewish king is supposed to come after Right? Hashem will take care of you. Right? The king was meant to be the demos. He's supposed to be the leader and the spiritual leader. Right? But not a, not a political leader. Right? We don't need that. That's not, that's not the point. Our political success, our military success, right, is through the Torah. And that's what, that, 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 that's what does it. Accordingly, they were granted to, right? Um, blessed with all these gifts, this people had to remain separate from the nations, lest it learn lest it learn from them to consider these blessings and end in of themselves and consequently perish like the other nations through the worship and possessions of the pleasures, right? When we had our own country, we had to stay separate, right? To make trees and be busy with all the other nations was a problem because then we begin to, to get involved in politics, right? You see it like in Eretz Yisrael, more than America, but even in America you see it, how we get so caught up in politics, right? We're caught up in Eretz Yisrael where you're dealing with secular countries and so you're busy with politics and you begin to think like this is, this is what it's about, that our success will come. Okay, we have to, you know, establish, engage politically, whatever the, the Shita was, and, but, but that, that's, that that's what makes a nation great, that that's what, that, that's what brings success and bracha is, is the politics, right? But yet, when you're engaging it and you're handling it, you begin to take it, you tend to take it seriously, you begin to think that this is for real, and that, you know, if we chas v'shom lose an election, right? it's like, and like, you know, you all sorts of crazy things happen because of it. But yeah, listen, we have to, you know, this, I'm not getting involved there, Yisrael, that's not my, uh, you know, I know nothing, Israeli politics uh, is just completely, like, I just have no I was, I was in the car yesterday with Arla Piansky and he was giving me a whole primer on Israeli politics. I had no, uh, no sense of anything, right? But, uh, but this idea that, that uh, you know, when you, start, when, when you start engaging on the nation, you join the United Nations, T4, yeah, thank you. <laughs>
whatever, he called me, he needed something from me, he has a Shiloh, whatever. Um, right? He, uh, he, uh, he uh, what's it called again? Right? When, when you start engaging in other nations, in the United Nations, and you start engaging in the politics and diplomacy, it's like, okay, do you forgot what actually brings success? What brings bracha to Eretz Yisrael? Is that right? You took it all throughout Navi, making treaties with other kings and dealing with other countries. We have to stay separate because we have to remember what, what is it that makes us a nation? What, what brings us success? What will bring us, right? The, 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 the politics and the government and the wealth and the economy are not the ends. That's not the purpose. Those are the means to the ends. The ends is doing the Ratzon Hashem, being in Mamlechas Kehanim. And by serving the Rabbani Shalom and doing the Ratzon Hashem, then we'll succeed in every area of life. So we'll have a country, we'll have a successful country. Right? And in business, we'll have a successful business. How glorious a sight this people offers when it attains its goal. One Hashem and the one alone is the Lord and Master, right? The Hebrew Shur and Melech. The Torah is the is in, right. The Torah, Torah is the Lord and Master. and Melech. Right? When the Torah, the Torah is the King. The Torah is the King among his right? That's that's the Torah is our King, right? All our brothers, equal in his service, finding glory only in the fulfillment of his will and justice and kindness, receiving in order right, receiving the blessings from his hands as a means to this end. And he brings the Pasik, looking at Kaisal, living around the Torah, living it this, in, in this moment in, in, in the Midbar, everyone united in one goal, united in this one idea of of the uh, right, so again, so so this letter is, is really the, 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 the important letter, right? This is the letter which is describing Kaisal. Why are we created? created to be that mamleches kehanim, to be that light unto the nations, to be a demonstration. We would be the nation, right? The rest of the world, they're going to learn through their own experiences, they'll learn through their successes and failures, and they see other countries fail, they'll know, you know, you know, you see communism failed, you'll see the, the godlessness, and you see, you know, all these things, you know, we learn, we learn from history, we learn from each other, we learn from the collapses of civilizations, the successes and the failures, but we also have a klayusho, which is going to be that light. Yisrael as a country was a nation of Hashem whose only power came from the Rebbein Shalom and by serving Hashem well they'll be successful in everything and when the nations look at that that's an inspiration we talk about all the you know it's hard for us because we're in Golis and the next letter we'll deal with well Golis how do we deal with Golis right and how does our role change maybe right that's the next letter but the, you know the Gemara talks about the, you know the Gemara we had in the Daf a few months ago where David HaMelech killed the descendants of Shoal right because of what they did to the uh, to the uh, what's it called again the um the Nasinim, the Gavainim, right? And it says, how many thousands of Geirim joined Kaiso and they saw the Kiddush Hashem, that even the, the, the sons of Shol, the descendants of Shol, you know, are going to get punished for, uh, for, for doing something wrong, for going against the treaty. What a Kiddush Hashem, right? You, saw, you see the way a Kaiso looks and you see their success. The whole world, right? This is the whole world pay tribute to him. He was Malach, the whole world, the Gemara says, right? It's because the, the influence of Kaiso was tremendous. Even during the Roman era, thousands and thousands of, of Romans converted to, 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 to Yiddishkeit. Right, thousands of them convert to Yiddishkeit. Okay, once Christians came along, we gave them like, a, the Christians provided like a lighter version of, uh, you know, they gave some meaning in their lives without the full, uh, you know, without circumcision. But, uh, you know, but this is what Kaisal is. Again, we'll, we'll deal with, you know, Gullus, which is the, the real word now. But Kaisal is that light and we're, we're, you know, anything else is just the means. Anything else, all the politics, all everything else, is, it's, it's a means to the ends. Right? You know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe everybody will disagree with me. You, you read these magazines now and like half of it is business sections and marketing advice. Like, I just like, you know, okay, it's very important to shtadlis, whatever. I'm not the... But like, to keep your eye on the goal. Like, what is... What are Kaiso, right? Where it's a nation of the tyrant. That's what... That's what... That's what the success is, right? That's what brings us success is, is, uh, is doing the Ratzon Hashem, you know, doing what Hashem wants, keeping the mitzvahs and doing things, working honestly. Okay, then, uh, the, you know, it's a success... 
if you're focusing on those, on those secondary things, well, you missed the point. You missed the whole point. Hashem doesn't want you to be rich, to be rich. Hashem wants you to be rich to show that, uh, br- that the, the, you know, to show what bracha, show what doing the rest of Hashem is. All right. Uh, uh,